0: Hello photography lovers, it's me, the photographer Virginia Yancheva, and you're listening to the Fashion Photography Podcast. She's been producing photoshoots for Vogue Italia, she's been working with names like Limburg and Testino, and I really cannot wait to finally start my conversation with the general manager of Wilhelmina Dubai, my gorgeous guest today. Hi, how are you? Great, thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yes, my name is Leila Antakfi. I am the general manager at Wilhelmina Dubai. We started here three years ago and mostly as a model agency, but now we've grown into, we have a hostess division and we also run a creative division where we represent photographers and stylists and makeup artists as well. So yeah, it's been a wonderful experience here in Dubai. I'm originally from New York, and I lived there for a long time before moving to Dubai. And let's say the beginning of my career in fashion, I was producing photo shoots for Vogue Italia in New York. So I have many years of experience working with production of photo shoots. And I've also dabbled in producing documentary films. I've worked actually in several fields, but fashion industry is definitely my passion.
0: Okay, that's very, very interesting. Tell me, how did this happen to you to work for Vogue Italy, in New York.
1: So Puntinas had an international division in New York, and they had uh, Vogue Paris, Vogue Italia, also Vogue Germany. So we were a small office, and I worked under the U.S. editors as her assistant. And whenever the Italian editor came to town, I also worked as her assistant. But my main role in that first year and a half where I worked there was to produce the photo shoots with some of the top photographers in the industry. So I worked a lot with Steven Meisel, Peter Lindbergh, Paolo Roversi, Mario Testino. And I would work in terms of putting the budgets together and also assisting the fashion editor and stylist in pulling the clothes from the different showrooms, returning them in good shape, which is always a mm-hmm. challenge. It was very random because all my friends in university were working and getting jobs in finance after graduation. And I knew I didn't want to do anything in finance. It was not my passion. And I had taken Italian courses and spent some time in Italy. So I just sent my CV, which, you know, didn't have that much in it at the time. I sent it randomly to an HR director at Condé Nast, And a week later, I got a phone call. And a few months later, I was there in New York.
0: Oh, that's awesome! What a great story. Plus, you've been with the people who are like dream come true to all of the agents and people like you.
1: I knew like who the designers were, but I didn't know much about photography. So for me at the time, I didn't realize that I was working with such amazing talents. You know, so I I
0: learned kind of afterward. Did you felt strange during the photo shoots? Did they acted weirdly, like they're too famous or something?
1: Yeah, I've always looked a little bit younger than my age. So when I was first starting in this position, I looked like I was just a young teenager. So nobody could believe that I was actually producing the photo shoots. So they would kind of treat me like an intern.
0: Oh, but you felt their professionalism, right?
1: Of course. In in terms of their talent and their vision and the way they handle productions was Incredible to see a team do such beautiful work, you know, but at the same time, the fashion industry is also full of a lot of eccentric and a lot of egos and a lot of people who maybe take themselves a little bit too seriously. I love fashion, but I don't take it that seriously. I just enjoy it for what it is. And, um, so sometimes it could be difficult working with some of the egos in the
0: industry. Is there a reason why you wouldn't like to work with someone? Reason like this, like someone's ego.
1: I think to be successful in the fashion industry, you just have to learn not to take things personally and just to accept people for how they are. You know, you're going to come across some really wonderful people. You'll also come across some very rude or egocentric characters. But as long as you know how to manage and not take things personally, then it's okay.
0: Great advice, by the way. Okay, tell me, how did you end up in Dubai?
1: Well, Dubai is an interesting story. It's, I spent 16 years in New York, and at some point I just felt like a hamster on a wheel where I was just going and going and going, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do next. And I was ready for a different challenge and a new market. So I started exploring Asia and then many of my friends had already moved to Dubai and they were telling me that there was so much opportunity here and particularly in the fashion industry. If I moved at that point, which was three years ago, I would be part of something interesting. So I came to Dubai and was very fortunate to get this position and work with the most amazing team. We're very small, but we're all very dedicated to really raising the standards of the industry here in the region and working to like really show that we're capable of doing fantastic work here. So we're really, really, really proud of what we've done so far, but we know we can do a lot more. (laughs)
0: You will, I'm sure. Tell me, how do you find your talents? Do they find you or are you looking for them?
1: Most of the time they contact us. Dubai, you know, has become such a popular market and everyone is like talking about Dubai and everyone thinks that it's like gold city with tons of opportunities. And it is, but it's also a very small market. So it's a little bit challenging sometimes because we're getting a lot of international talent emailing us and sending us their portfolio. And as much as it's developing, it's still a small market. It's a little bit hard to manage sometimes so many people requesting representation in,
0: in this area. Do you answer all of the emails that you receive?
1: I try to. Oh. I know, really try to. Sometimes I just don't have the time to respond to every single one, but I try to and I definitely respond to all the ones that you can see have like really put attention in, you know, finding out who is the person, not generalizing communication. It's always nice to receive something that's a little bit more tailored and you can see that they've done research and I always appreciate that. So I always respond to those emails.
0: Personally, that's great because, you know, each and every Friday I answer people's questions and they often ask about this, when exactly is the right moment to approach an agency?
1: I think it's at any time. I think when you feel you're ready and you're proud or you know that you have a good portfolio or that you have something to offer, there's no season kind of thing. It's just important to do your research, know who the other agencies are, why you're specifically contacting an agency in particular, who's the person responsible. Like all these things really show that someone's really professional and really wants to work. These are always like the points that for us specific. We you know, make us want to respond or contact the person back. But when we receive emails and you can see that there's been no effort, even if their work is good, but there's no effort and they're just sending a link and, you know, there's no um, name, we just sent to whoever, we, we kind of just ignore those emails.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you ever had this case when you receive the portfolio, you can see that the person have done his research and he's contacting you particularly, but the portfolio is just not good enough. Yes, I definitely try my best. I won't
1: say I've done it every single time, but in the majority of the time I do.
0: That's awesome because I used to approach agencies when I was younger and it was a very odd for me Uh, back then I wasn't sure if my work is good enough if I should do this but I was very frustrated by (laughs) the answers because except the lack of response uh, there was oftenly yeah it's great it's really really good and I was like I'm not sure if they're responding this to everyone (laughs) or my work is really good I think it's great that you're actually giving real response.
1: Even with our models as well, we take the time to really like study the portfolio and try to figure out what's missing or what could be done to really complete one's portfolio. I think that's important and that's part of why
0: we love what we do. To love what you do. That's the key, I think. How would you describe the fashion industry in the Middle East?
1: Well, I think there's so much going on. I think there's so much talent here. Some of the challenges are the fact that a lot of people don't realize all the logistical work that's necessary in order to be successful in this industry. So a lot of people just think it's fun and glamorous and somewhat easy to do. And then when they realize all the work that's required, they kind of give up. So it's sometimes hard to see designers consistently continue developing their brands in the region. But in terms of talent, you have so many people who are just bringing their unique vision to life here. And you have so many stylish women who really love use fashion to express themselves i think this market is developing very very quickly and people are really appreciating the different visions that coming from this area as well and on an international level
0: do you think you can claim that you educate the regular person
1: i'm not sure about us being responsible for educating we're doing our best What we spend a lot of time as an agency is educating our clients more than the like general audience. It's more about educating clients, for example, on the value of working with an international photographer that's really fantastic that can really make the designer's vision come to life over one that might be cheaper that everyone's used that's kind of recognizable. That it's hard because here people like to work with the same people that they're sort of they know or are used to or know exactly what they're going to get Mm -hmm. Educating clients to take risks sometimes, to work with new faces, new talent is part of the challenge, but also part of what we like doing here.
0: I was wondering, do you have a lot of trouble during this process?
1: No, it's not so much trouble. I guess just sometimes it's difficult to negotiate international rates in this market because everyone's always trying to negotiate the best price or sometimes just the, the low rates we find unacceptable because our job is to represent our talent and make sure that they're getting paid fairly for their hard work. And we have strict guidelines in terms of keeping the rates international and standard here. So that's probably one of our biggest challenges.
0: Can you name some of the most hardworking people in your agency right now?
1: All of them. Hello. <laughs> yeah, the whole team works really hard. This is not a nine to five job. Basically, this is their life. So, you know, clients call them at 10 p.m., models call them at 6 a.m., photographers are calling at all hours, photo shoots get canceled last minute, or we get requests for productions like massive, huge campaigns and have two days to prepare for that. All of us are working really hard to make sure that we're really delivering The best that we can to this market
0: who are the most well-known artists in your agency right now in terms of
1: photographers or like not only i would say all of them fairly are equally talented and amazing just have a look at our creative division many of them are not baseball time all year long in dubai a lot of people Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are working here, let's say eight months of the year, and then they go back to their home, which could be Denmark or Sweden or Germany or South Africa. That's a lot of our talents, uh, kind of like famous back home and then happy to work here as well. But yeah, I don't think we have like anyone specifically famous. I mean, when I think of famous, I think of photographers like Mario Testino, who recently had a show here. Also, Steven Meisel and all these guys. So yeah, I mean, they're all fantastic.
0: Do you have some kind of a fan story with all these uh, big names when you were back in New York?
1: I did write a book, but... uh... (laughs) I would take all your time. I don't know where to begin. All of the photo shoots in New York were always a learning experience, learning to work with different kinds of people from the top to interns and also the models and their professionalism. And it was just always exciting. You never, it's never like boring. This fashion industry, there's never a day the same. That was always a lot of fun, a lot of hard work. You definitely need to be an organized person to do well. I struggle with that because sometimes I can be a little bit disorganized. Mm -hmm. That was a personal challenge for me. Every photo shoot is always exciting.
0: Always exciting. I guess that's what makes you so happy all the time because you were smiling the whole interview. (laughs) Next question. You've graduated from fashion management, right?
1: I have a master's degree in luxury goods management from Bocconi in Italy. But my undergraduate was communications and uh, media.
0: Do you think that what you gained from the university actually reflects your work? Or you've learned so many stuff?
1: (laughs) I think there's no better education than just diving in and just getting into it. Of course, it's helpful, but the best education is just experiencing things for yourself. You can have a master's degree and anything, but once you're in the job and you're finally responsible and have targets and things like that to me, there's nothing better than just diving in there and, and learning on your own. But of course, the background and the education is definitely helpful, particularly for the language and for understanding industry terms and things like that. But in general, I think some of the best people that I know in the industry had no background or education in fashion.
0: What do you think is the quality that every photographer or artist has to have in order to become really good at his profession?
1: I think one of the things I like to talk about with creatives is for me, something that's really interesting. And I think one of the biggest challenges is to have recognizable work as a photographer I think your success whether I personally like it or not but when you can recognize someone and say oh that's that person's work or that's that their photo or that's their style their visual like really fine tuning your visual identity is probably the biggest challenge and probably one of the best things an artist can do and some people just get it really quickly some people take the many years of trial and error and figuring out what they like and what they don't like. But for me, that's something that I love to be able to recognize someone's work, whether they're a stylist or makeup artist and, or a photographer and say, oh, that's that person's work. I think that is what I would love to see more artists working and developing more.
0: What do you think about that? What's the shortest way for an artist to become very boring for the public
1: I think artists that copy other ones and don't really have their own style, when that's very obvious, I think people get kind of turned off by that. Or if they have a reputation for just being too difficult to work with, you don't want to really work with a person who's that difficult and rude and things like that. So I think those kind of things make it
0: difficult. I know that a person like you must know a lot of information to be successful in an area like this. So I guess you gained this knowledge from somewhere, (laughs) and I believe it's not from websites, but But I've been wondering, what are the websites you check out on a daily basis?
1: Um, I really love social media. I think social media has been so powerful and useful for us as an agency. It wasn't until we started using social media that finally we got recognition for the kind of work that we can produce here. So once we started our Wilhelmina Dubai Instagram, and models and creatives all over the world started to see what we were producing here, they finally started taking us more seriously. So I really love using Instagram. I like following photographers and models and all kinds of talent on Instagram and see the kind of editorials that are getting done and produced. And I always find that to be very inspiring and useful. I used to love to read magazines, but now I think I've really finally gotten into much more reading things digitally. So I'm always looking at things online. I think it's very important for all creatives to be on social media and to use it as a platform to show their work. Is there a specific platform you'd recommend them to use? I think Instagram, actually. I mean, I still use Facebook, but it seems to be like getting a little bit old-fashioned for everyone, maybe. So Instagram seems to be the best tool for engagement and promoting one's work and kind of getting the word out there. I would suggest Instagram.
0: You mentioned magazines, and I was thinking, what do you think about all these new artists that have been published in many online magazines? Do you find it serious?
1: I think it's interesting that magazines are promoting new artists. It depends what they're trying to accomplish by doing that. If the point is to give exposure to someone whose vision and style and visual identity you like, then I think it's useful. However, sometimes you hear of some magazines that are just taking advantage of new talent because they know that they don't have to pay them as well. And they're just you know trying to get content just to fill pages.
0: I did my research and to be honest, I'm not even sure how you managed to do everything that you do in just 24 hours. So I found out about the Nino Nina. So can you tell me about this project a little bit more?
1: Sure. So Nino Nina basically is a personal blog that I started eight years ago, completely by chance. This was before bloggers were popular or we didn't even have Instagram and stuff at the time. But I realized having worked in this industry and having spent so much time in New York that I knew many interesting people doing interesting things. And so I sort of just wanted to create a platform of connecting people together and showing off their work or their portfolio. And I just wanted to ask, basic questions. I think sometimes magazines try to get a little too creative. And sometimes when you want to find out about someone, you just want to know basic stuff about them, what inspires them, How did they begin? What are challenges of what they do? So I just wanted a platform where I could ask those basic questions and to link their website and allow people to just be able to contact them. So the blog kind of became something where I was curating content, but it was never about me. It's more about interesting people doing interesting things all over the world. And I'm lucky because it's, you know, really taken off. I have a very interesting audience that has like a specific aesthetic, very interested in events, in music, in DJs, in jewelry designers, fashion designers, people just doing very creative things and who are somewhat like-minded and like similar things and just like to be kind of in the know of what's going on. And the only thing is I'm not able to do as many posts as I would like to because of my full-time job, but it's a hobby and I'm super passionate about it. And I love, 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 love Interviewing people and just asking them to know more about them, just basic things.
0: Would you call yourself innovative? Because you have Nina Nina.
1: Innovative is not the right word because I didn't realize I was being innovative. Like one thing is if I'd had the idea and said, Oh, I know that this is going to be the future, then I would consider myself as. avant-garde but it was just something that kind of happened and i saw like it would allow me to have somewhat have like my own personal magazine and that i could share with my friends in terms of innovative i think the real innovative are the people i interview
0: (laughs) right answer that was lovely (laughs) do you think that in order to be a successful artist you need an agency
1: Hmm, interesting question. No, I don't think so. I think it's useful to have an agency, but to be a great artist, you just need to be a great artist.
0: Thank you for this answer. That's why I asked you because I have another one connected to this. How do you think an agency can actually help an artist? I'm asking you this because I feel that a lot of people don't understand what an agency can do for them.
1: Okay, that's an interesting question. I've actually never been asked this. There's many aspects of how an agency is useful. One, I'm going to speak for this space specifically I don't think it's the same for all the international markets but for mm-hmm. Dubai specifically I think it's a great platform to expose talent to a large audience. For example, we have a newsletter that gets sent out to our database, which allows many people to see that we're representing a new talent in the region. So it's wonderful exposure. Secondly, it's our responsibility to be logistically organizing the production for the talents. Our responsibility to make sure that our photographers or our models or our makeup artists know exactly the time and the, the venue. It's kind of a headache that they don't have to worry about. We, we provide them with all the information and make sure that everything is organized and stress-free so that they can just focus on the creative part. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, it's a responsibility to chase payments. So that's a huge
0: one. Well, definitely a huge one. There's always been a problem for me, for example. That's probably the biggest advantage. Right now, for me, the biggest struggle is to ask for rates. I'm consulting with some other photographers and I do this and that to understand what am I supposed to do and say to a client about my pricing. But I was wondering, do you tell your new artists what to do and how to price? Do you do the whole pricing?
1: It's not that we just invent rates, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. We have very strict guidelines. We have to always ask the clients what the usage is. For example, sometimes people... try to take advantage and say oh it's just for social media and then next thing you know we'll see a picture on a billboard on the main road here which is you know completely unacceptable so we have to be very specific when we discuss the brief with the clients to make sure we understand what is being produced Mm -hmm. and then based on that we usually have some basic minimum rates here so we use that as a basic tool to tell our clients what our rates are but it always depends you know you have one full day editorial is a specific rate. It really depends if the image is going to be used in print, if it's going to go international. So many different elements come into place, but we definitely guide new talent. And I think something that we also like to say that we're different about is that a lot of new talent that comes to Dubai thinks that oh, because they're not known and they need to gain momentum, they're happy to work for free. And it's something that we really don't believe is a good idea. I think everyone needs to Get paid for their work, whether they're new in town or not. So, we try really hard to tell our new talent that they shouldn't lower their rates, they have to work with minimums here.
0: Have you ever approached an artist you'd really like to have in your agency because you believe this uh, name is going to bring you elsewhere? Interesting.
1: I'm lucky enough to know a lot of creative people in other markets. I've definitely approached them and said that I'd like to invite them to come and test this market. So, we have some New York photographers coming in the fall we are excited about working with us here but in general I think we have so much talent in Dubai and we have great great teams that are starting to form so a lot of photographers who are happy to work with certain makeup artists or certain stylists we're starting to see like these wonderful teams coming together I haven't felt like I've needed to ask anyone it's more like it's just happening organically
0: which is always very important <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions for you I was so excited for this interview not just you but also me I can be very disorganized so I'm going to ask you something completely different that I've never asked before by the way okay what's your biggest love because I saw it because you're also having a video though the audience cannot see it but I'm sure what's your answer is gonna be my biggest love
1: I mean my dog Coco
0: <laughs> yeah that's what I was expecting <laughs>
1: he's really loved and adored by many people here they come to the office a lot of our models just come to say hi to Coco so
0: he's constantly with you
1: he's always with me yes and he loves
0: photography he loves photography oh Mm -hmm. okay do you like to travel
1: I love traveling I think I wouldn't be able to live without traveling I get most of my inspiration when I travel
0: tell me now about the inspiration as an agent I believe you have to be inspired too
1: I would agree with you. I don't think, for example, I have to love every single person that we represent personally. I think the part of the success of of an agency is understanding our market. So sometimes we represent talent that I personally don't like so much, but I know that some of our clients might like. It's not just about one's personal preferences, but more of the market and what
0: they like. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, what's your next goal? Because you're constantly moving, or at least this is what I feel about you.
1: Next goal. I'd like to know the answer to that. Right now, what I'm really happy with so far is that we've really positioned the model agency and the host aside, but I definitely definitely would like to push more for a creative division and to see more quality work getting produced in this region.
0: Can I ask you what do you do when a client approach you? Can you tell us what's the process? The process is usually the booker, our wonderful booker Cynthia or Simena or Fabiola,
1: these three lovely girls, are usually on the phone with clients and then they receive a brief from the client. We discuss internally or on their own because they know who the talent is and their availability. We check on the availability and then we provide the clients with the necessary information and just take it from there.
0: Is the client the one who's asking for a specific artist or you're actually providing names?
1: Well, we use our website as a platform to expose our talents, but I prefer that the clients look through our website and see the different portfolios and decide on who they want to work with. I never specifically push for anyone in particular. I would like the clients to decide what vision they have and who's the best person who can make that happen for them.
0: Do you have any questions for me? Because I can continue like this for days. (laughs) Look, anytime you need anything from me, let me
1: know. I'm always happy to discuss the market and the industry and give advice. I'm just curious, like, how did you start doing this? And who's your audience? And how how much time do you spend
0: doing this? You talk about the podcast. Well, my days are very, very similar. What I do is shooting, retouching, looking for potential people to interview. The idea about the podcast was actually my editors. George told me, you know what, you should do this. (laughs) It's going to be very cool and you can meet new people. Because at a certain moment, I felt really stuck here. I told him that I want to travel. And he said, okay, before this, do you want to first meet some people? Because this is a great way. Because he knew that I really want to do some workshops and I have a lot of uh, technical knowledge so I wanted to actually share it and uh, he knew that I have this passion so he was the guy who told me to do it that's so cool yeah I'm proud of you for doing that Leila you were wonderful I want to thank you so much for this interview I believe that many people from our audience gained a lot of knowledge from this and it was my pleasure to talk to you thank you very much again for your time thank you so much. I truly love this interview. And since we already have a great collection of podcasts, you can listen to all of them on iTunes or on NeverlandMag.com. Can't wait to see your reviews so me and George will both know how much exactly do you love the Fashion Photography Podcast.